Would you rather have the ability to see 10 minutes into the future or 150 years into the future? Find out today. This is a healthy obsession. All right, I'm sorry, say that again. <laughs> say, that, say the question again. Mechanic Trading asked me that this week. Would you rather have the ability to see 10 minutes into the future or 150 years into the future? <sighs> uh, 150, that's an easy one. I don't even know why I'm hesitating. Well, it's not going to affect your life, is it? No, but I think you can, uh, you can probably get a good little outlook from knowing what's going to happen in 150 years. I guess it depends if you could influence... Exactly. What's going to happen? Would you like to know when you died? When you're going to die? Like, like have the, the timestamp. Yeah. <laughs> or or you have a countdown on your wrist. <laughs> so, so do you think that that would make you live like a little bit more in the moment and really enjoy things and go for stuff? Or do you think that that would make you just shit your pants with anxiety every be, day because you're knowing yeah, you're going to die? It'd be proper stressful, wouldn't it? <laughs> I don't know. It might make you really enjoy oh, things. You, you just live, every day, you're like, let's fucking go. I think you just live your life in guilt. <laughs> Like, you know, oh, I'm going to have a little nap. No, I shouldn't. I'm going to die soon. Like, to be wired all the time. Something. Yeah, like, you'd be trying to fit too much in. What? Yeah, but, all right, so, <laughs> would you would you rather know exactly when you're going to die, or not when you're going to die, but how you die? Well, that's, nah, because then, like, if it's like, <laughs> imagine if it's like, oh, you're going to drown. Just, it shows a bit just, morbid. We talk about <laughs> death a lot. <laughs> Think about it, because if you knew you were going to drown, you'd never have a bath again. <laughs> <laughs> no, shit, you'd just be terrified of whatever the, the means of dying were. Yeah, you'd never go near water. You're going to die in a car accident. you never go to a car never again. Go to car. <laughs> That's it, not getting in a car again. <laughs> yeah, that would be shit. So, so welcome to the show, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> nice light. So what's your answer to your own question? 150 years, or what was it, 10 minutes? 10 minutes would be stressful, wouldn't it? But yeah. Imagine, because you'd constantly be re-evaluating. You'd be on a constant like, oh, what's oh, I got a mood over this. This is gonna happen. You could constantly, <laughs> you could constantly cheat death though, potentially. It'd just be a, a bit of a trip, constant. It'd be like Groundhog Day in your brain. Yeah. It's like a constant countdown. Yeah, I don't know if I like it'd be that. Wild. 150 years though, you could be like a bit of a Nostradamus type. Maybe those guys that predicted the future back in the day had that power and just didn't tell anyone. Just kept it quiet. You know, it was like, yeah, but they they were all wrong anyway. They were, oh yeah, no, the year 2000, the world will end. No, Compu- no it won't. Computers will stop working and we'll fall oh, apart. No, it won't. You don't didn't, know anything. Just ticked over, didn't it? It was just some guy that was smoking opium in fucking Egypt. <laughs> and- got, got, who, who was the uh, who was the World Cup predictor that was? Uh, it was an animal that was the unbelievable. Octopus. Yeah, the octopus. He was class. Yeah, it was very good. I reckon he could see into the future. Uh, I don't know. Do you, do you believe that all uh, beings are intrinsically linked? So the octopus is like I am you and you are me type situation where re- reincarnation and stuff like that. I, I like the idea of reincarnation. What would you like to come back as? Well, it depends if you're good or bad, doesn't it? Well, we talked about, we've been here before. Yeah, we've done we've, this. Purgatory, we've done this. Yeah. All right, so if you can come back as any animal, what would you come back as? Some, I think we've done this as well before. Which I think. It feels like, doesn't it? Because I think you said a badger. I didn't say a badger. I think I said I think you would come back as a badger. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to come back as a badger, but you fucking are. I'd be a crocodile. <laughs> crocodile? Yeah. Crocodiles are fucking terrifying. If you think about it, they're just dinosaurs. Yeah. That, that's mental that, that they're still roaming around the planet just normally I did see a fucking great video though I'll try and get this up on the AHO page uh, 
uh, alligator in Florida had bit a man's dog, and it wasn't a big dog. And he was wrestling the alligator to let go of his dog, and he had a cigar in his mouth. He was like 70. Champion. Got the dog out. What are you worried about? Fantastic. Yeah, 1 0 for the humans. Is the dog all right? I mean, it's probably going to have a limp. I was going to say, bit of a. It's going to have a limp. If he's been munched by a crocodile, (laughs) at that point, maybe just let him finish the dinner. Like, you're done, mate. I don't know. I'm not not sure I would surrender. I'd fight the alligator to the death for my dog. Death by crocodile would be a bit of a grim one, wouldn't it? Would you drown or would you be eaten? Ah, combo. You'd drown, then be eaten. You'd be getting eaten while you were drowning. drowning. That'd be horrible. Panic. All right, so anyway, welcome to our Healthy Obsession. <laughs> this is quite the intro. My name is Adam Thelwell. I'm joined by Tom Hurdle, special guest. You're not a guest, really, are you? Special guest every week. Special resident. There you're the go. resident of the show. Yeah. Show's brought to you by Small Goal Soccer, smallgoalsoccer.com, for all of your footballing needs across the United States of America. What else have we got to say in the beginning here? Still looking for sponsors. Still looking for sponsors. Oh, and, and thank you to everyone that listened on Friday. We had a, actually some good numbers. Yeah? Yeah. It was good, and we didn't really—I didn't really push it at all. We didn't go out on any of the, the platforms. Just, yeah. I just wanted to see who who the degenerates are that listen right. to all of our stuff. Well, anyone that listened, and if you followed our tips, congratulations! I went through uh, state by state and country by country, county by county of our listenership as well. It's quite interesting. S- slow weekend, eh? <laughs> yeah, quite, quite, uh, quite a few. Yeah, it was a slow weekend. <laughs> quite, quite a few uh, different states in Germany. People listening to the show, really? which I found interesting. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, so good stuff anyway welcome everyone if you're new to the show uh, do us a favour share and uh, go rate and review the show got a few more this week I like that go and do the, go and do some more of that so we can bump up and get our sponsorship locked in yep. so Tom can quit his job and focus full time on entertainment oh, I'd love that it'd be good wouldn't it it'd be fantastic mate I'd like to I'd like to be a full time podcaster <laughs> some people do that yeah. But they don't talk shit about football. They talk about like finance and like yeah. that kind of shit. Things that can help people. Self improvement. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Should we, should we get into football? No, no. no. First, let's uh, go, let's be a little bit more cordial first. Yeah. How's life, mate? How's things? It's been better. I haven't seen you for uh, three days. So. I'm, I'm gonna do that. What? Because like, you, you're supposed to say, "Yeah, I'm all right. How's it going?" Yeah, just just know it's shit. Ah, it's been better, mate. I've seen a lot of people posting <laughs> stuff with "choose your hard" at the moment. It's like that yeah. kind of uh, like life's hard, but you know, exercising is hard. Not exercising is hard. Choose your hard. It's all hard. Yeah, just fucking yeah. life. Great, it's absolutely brutal. I'm so fucking inspired now. <laughs> Thanks for sharing that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I tell you what, I do that stuff does get on my nerves a little bit because it, it 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 makes everyone like all this inspirational stuff all the time. So it's okay to be shit sometimes. Just be shit. <laughs> Well, the irony is, is that it's going to sound very cynical, but ninety-nine percent of maybe not people, but <laughs> Wait, where are you going here? A lot of it's shit, right? So, is the quotes? Is it like how oh, it helped me a bit and I feel a bit better, or is it just drowning you in nonsense? You know, I've always looked at it like this: like you've got to have ups if you get like if there's no downs, there's no ups. You know, if there's no good, there's no bad. Or no bad, there's no good. Well, that's the, the meaning of the... I think it's the Tao in Buddhism. You can't have evil without good. Is you that, can't have... Is that the old yin and, yin and the yang? Exactly, yeah, yeah, yin and yang. Bad times, good times, exactly. So, so I embrace the bad times, because that tells me... Oh, yeah, I can just see you sat there fucking smiling while, you know, you got a broken leg. I'm like, I'm, <laughs> oh, this is amazing. I'm like that meme of the dog sitting in a house that's on fire. <laughs> this, this is great. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't complain every, about it. Everything is... It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> 
yeah that's where we're at right now in my life so. well I think that's where we're at globally at the moment so come in anyway this is a safe uh, yeah. nest for safe you to space. come into share your feelings yeah come in here and feel uh, just take an hour away from the noise and shit inspiration and come into our uh, pit of doom yeah because it is a pit of doom today. So we're going to get into football in a minute. And I'm going to fucking unload. You're in a pit of doom. Oh, I'm not in a pit of doom. Fuck, yeah, you're on cloud nine. <laughs> All right, so why don't we start? How are, how are you, by the way? Yeah, thanks for asking. Sauce. I'm so good, mate. Life's so amazing. You're drinking a... Cup of tea. Green tea. Green tea? Yeah, green tea. With green tea, green tea. A bit of green tea, green tea. A bit of honey and a bit of, uh, I think it's honey, ginger and green tea. Have you got a cold? No, just this is how you keep your. This is how you don't get a cold. I've just been drinking matcha tea, but yeah, uh, you still on the matcha tip, huh? Still going. Still much, I've not drank a coffee have you in twenty twenty two. Have you had a boba since you've uh, ball, no. choked on balls no, in Vegas? No boba, but I did accidentally order a chai latte uh, this week, which is chai tea. Is right? that not okay? It was minging. Uh, chai's all right. It tastes like cinnamon. Hot or cold? It was hot. Yeah. And you know what the sad part was? I drank two mouthfuls and dropped it <laughs> on the pitch. I've not been that upset about something. That, that tells you why my week's been bad. Like, little things like that. Just keep, I just dropped it. Nothing speaks... How did you just drop a cup of tea? Nothing speaks to your Western privilege than having a bad day because you dropped your chai tea latte. That, that was just... The, <laughs> that was just, uh, what would I say, like, the icing on the cake, mate. The icing on the latte. You know what I mean? Yeah. The fact that I'd, I'd already gone through the process of, you know, having to order a chai latte, which mm. I wasn't happy about. But it was recommended to me. Understandable. I've had a, I've I, I've had an ice storm before, but yes, it wouldn't be the go-to. If you drink your tea, get from a shop, get a green tea. I'm on a vent now. All right, go on. The, the, the guy at the counter as well. A vent or a rant? A vent, <laughs> a rant, same thing. <laughs> <laughs> but the guy, uh, young lad, young lad at the counter, he says, uh, "What's the name for the order?" I says, "Tom." He just went, "Sorry, Tom." Sorry, what? What's your name? Mate, he couldn't get my Tom. Tom. It's my house T O M, and he looked at me. He was like Tom. I was like, yeah, Tom. <laughs> What's so weird what about the that? Fuck? He, he was fucking with you. What other names sound like Tom? Chom. Like what? He must have just been fucking with he you. He wasn't. He was useless. He's deaf man. Yeah. Shout Tom. out to all our deaf listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Should we do the show in Braille? Be interesting. It would, wouldn't it? Like a braille transcript, it'd be enormous. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the only enormous thing on this show. Set for your uh, the uh, your listenership. Ego. Your yeah. my, my ego in the listenership. <laughs> the listener base is growing and growing, Tom. All right, football time. Should we get into football? Yeah. Shall I finish telling you how my life's going or? Yeah, you go just on. gave up on that. Well, how's your life going? Amazing. It's better than mine. I don't want to hear about yeah, it. it's fucking amazing. Great. Uh, I'm the luckiest man alive. Yeah? I think so. Because you know why? Because we won our parlay. We're going to talk about it at the start of the second half of the show. But anyone that missed it, <clears throat> we're doing two shows a week at the moment. I'll give it a little trial run on Friday. It seems the people want it. So we're going to come back uh, Friday. We're going to have a preview show every Friday that comes out. But Tom and I are going to be working with a sponsor very soon to give you a uh, bet of the week. But also Tom and I pe- uh, placed a parlay bet, which we won. It wasn't in really in doubt, was it? I fucking was. Let's get into the football. All right. Let's 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 start with Tottenham and Everton because that just finished. That's front of mind. So we're recording on Monday. Tottenham have just finished humping Everton. Yeah. It was a humping. They were poor. Three 0 after twenty seven minutes. Yeah, I think Frankie's in trouble with that Everton team. They are not good. Let's talk about it. Is Frank Lampard a bluffer? You know, I was texting a group chat I've got with a couple of friends and, and my dad in it. Why am I not on the thread? It's a Spurs, it's a Sp- it's a Spurs <laughs> oh, group chat. Right. Yeah, so, leave me off that. So you are definitely out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had you just to torture you. Um, so, Spurs chat. You say that today. You didn't say that when you got beat by Middlesbrough last week. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking that's, big licks. That's also a torturous chat, mate. <laughs> you, you don't want to be in a Spurs group chat after you lose to Middlesbrough. Fucking depressing. Yeah, so... 
we're uh, we're chatting, and, and I just I feel like he's going to be have a really tough time after this. If Everton do fall further, I mean, what's his next job? He's going to have to go Championship. He, d- he doesn't want to do that, but he's going to have to go lower to get back up. We t- we talked about this when he took the job that it, it's a bit of a poison chalice for him because unless he does, unless he turned it around like yeah. um, Eddie Howe's done at Newcastle. Yes. It was a poison child for him because even if they just stay up by a point, it's not going to be a great look for him. But then I guess he gets the summer. But you're right. What does he do next? I, I just don't know why he got that job. That was a, to me a stupid decision by Everton Very to give strange. him. They should have got someone battle hardened and that's been in that position before. Lampard's never been in that position. And that's the problem. Even as a player, like he's got no idea of like what does it take to on the when you lose four in a row. What's it take to get one to get a point on the road or you know get some success, get the players back in a positive mind frame? Because yeah, he's never experienced it as a player or, or a manager. Well, so, I, and I think the one thing that you've got to do in this situation from a footballing standpoint is go in and show the team up. And Everton were wide open today. Literally every time uh, Tottenham came forward, I thought they were going to score. Look at who they signed. Deli Alley from Spurs, <sighs> Van, Van der Beek. Beek from United, uh, and, and the defense. The defense is poor. Yeah. I mean, I was looking at that defense. I was like, uh, Championship level defense. It was no, really bad. You know, Pickford's a quality keeper, mm. but he's got nothing in front of him. Terrible. I, I just don't see a good way back for them. And imagine, I mean, I mean, do you think they have the potential to go down? They still got a game in hand over over Burnley. They're, they're a couple of points outside the relegation zone, but I just don't know if if I, I'm, it's a still a long way to go for them to go down. But the, the, this new stadium is confirmed, right? Yeah, yeah, they've got the new stadium. What's in? And you go that, down, and you have to build a new stadium. But the the thing is, with a team like that, as far as the, like that kind of thing goes, they'll never struggle to fill the ground. I get what you're saying from yeah. a like a book because they're a well supported team, right? So they'll be okay. But yeah, you're, it's it's a good point. But I think if New, Newcastle have done it, Leeds went down. Obviously, it was down for a long time. But I think Everton will be okay. But They've got they've got a tough run coming up as well. <laughs> you sent me the, the fixtures prior to the show, so <laughs> it doesn't get any better. They've got West Ham away next. They've really got hard game at home to Man United, which they'll probably win. They've got they got Liverpool away, Chelsea at home, Leicester away, Brentford at home, and Arsenal away. Mate, that is that is tough. I mean, where, where do you see? Go through that. Where do you see them picking up points? At West Ham away. I don't know if they pick up points there. No. Man United at home. I'll be honest with you. Who knows? Toss up. That's a coin. Yeah, coin toss. Liverpool at Liverpool. They're gonna get battered. They get battered. At Chelsea will beat at them. Chelsea will get battered. Leicester, Leicester will beat I think, them. will beat them. Brentford. Maybe Brentford. That's a, that's a relegation fight. Well, at that not point, relegation fight, but that's big points. That's eight. Is that their last eight games? Or is there, is there 10 games to go? There's eight right there. No, I think they've got 10 or about 10 yeah, there's, there's 10 left, I think, isn't there? 10 or 12. I think everyone's at 26. Right. But, mate, they, they could be in big trouble by... Mate, yeah. The only thing that might save them is the three teams beneath them or worse. Yeah. That, that's maybe their saving grace this season. Bad. But, yeah, tough, tough, isn't it? Fuck. <laughs> it's not good. No, I can end up in a, a pretty shit situation. And and this game was a bit of an odd one. So I thought Everton started okay. They, yeah. they possessed the ball well. They didn't give it up much. The stats... Was Everton dominating Even, possession? Yeah, you know? like they're not dominating. They, yeah. they had the better possession stats, but just there's there's nothing to them. They no, don't they don't really do anything. No, yeah, that's not great. Very bland. But then, and then Spurs were ruthless going forward. To be fair, yeah. So what did you make of Harry Kane leapfrogged Thierry Henry, which has got to be satisfying for you? It's all right. Isn't what it? is it? One seventy six. I think Kane's got now. Somewhere around there. Yeah, one seventy six. His his, his left footed volley that he absolutely lashed in from an awful angle was world class just what a goal 
Um, yeah, and he's still coming in deep, dropping in deep. Super. That's what he's good at, man. So, yeah, Spurs look great, but we have... I don't know who we play next. Oh, United. Yeah, Man United on Saturday <laughs> oh, morning. for God's sake. Oh, no. We'll talk about that in a that, minute. That's a coin flip as well. We'll talk about that in the preview show. At United. Yeah, we'll talk about that on <laughs> well, Friday. But. Yeah, come back for the previews. We're not giving you that for free. Well, actually, it's free. You, just, you can't have it today. So, Tom, this pretty much sums up Tottenham at the moment, doesn't it? They're amazing one game and really struggle in other games. It's inconsistent. Lose four games going into City on the bounce. Beat City. Lose to Burnley. Burnley, beat Leeds 4-0, go and lose to Middlesbrough, beat Everton. It's all over the place. It's Absolute la-la. It's, it's got to be frustrating, but also maybe there's signs that it's there, that they've got a lot of good things going for them, but consistency is going to be key. Right? Look, look good today, to be fair. I think mm. Conte will slowly, slowly turn it around. Um, and what was impressive today, I mean, he looked really fired up for it as well. He was celebrating every goal. He didn't look like a manager that was like, I'm done with this project. I really liked I really liked seeing his reaction after they went 3-0 up because he was screaming at them to like raise the levels. Yeah. I was like, all right, mate, he fucking he's, hell. <laughs> I think he's invested in the project. When people say he might run, I don't see it. I think he's safe. So after that, it leaves Tottenham on um, 45 points in seventh. They have played 26. So they've still got some games in hand. Yeah. Um, and Everton are down in the dump. So Everton only played 25, they're on 22, they're one point outside the relegation zone. So they've got a few games in hand on the teams above them. That Everton-Brentford game could end up being uh, a, a bit of a big dog affair, a bit of a relegation uh, no doubt about survi- it. survival match. I mean, in, in the form table, last six games, Everton is second bottom. The only team below them is Leeds. Well, I've, I've read since Christmas they have uh, played eight and lost seven. Yeah. Yeah, that's not good. Real bad. Not good at all. So, should we talk about uh, more stuff that's real bad, just to keep on a, a real uh, cheery note? Yeah, stop for the go on. Uh, the game Manchester- of the weekend. Game of the weekend uh, the Ma- was the Manchester derby. I was really looking forward to it. I was excited, got up. Were you really looking forward to it? Did yeah, you actually I- think United might go in and get a result? They, they've won the last three games uh, the Etihad it's just they're, they're, they're a freak team like that like they're, they're shit most of the time but I thought but then I saw no no Ronaldo no Cavani why was that? well apparently Ronaldo had a hip flexor problem but there was of course because we lost there was oh is he really injured he just doesn't want to play blah 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 there's all that going on Cavani wasn't ready apparently he's just coming back from an injury as well so we started the game with Alanga up front and Rashford didn't even get on the no no striker no recognised striker and, and Rashford still started on the bench so it, it, we started with a, a false nine of Bruno Fernandes and Pogba and I actually didn't think we started the game terribly I don't. I don't think we started the game poorly, but then after six minutes, we conceded a f- just a shockingly soft goal. I, I mean, yep. De Bruyne's on another level, as he said. But I uh, thought De Bruyne was fantastic in the game. But, he was. but you, know, you can't see United defending well with a back four of Alex Tellers, Harry Maguire, Lindelof, and Juan Bissaka up against a front three of Riyad Mahrez, Foden, Grealish, Bernardo Silva, and Kevin De Bruyne. A front five, like come on. It's not good, is it? It's terrible. I, I just think I just think <laughs> s- s- some of the fundamentals uh, are, are missing. I, I watched one of the goals and I watched I watched Lindelof's reaction to where he goes for a header, doesn't win the header, the ball drops, and usually uh, there would be intensity yeah. to chase back, and at yeah. least even if you're not going to get there. 
put a little fucking sprint in right. uh, and the ball's bouncing around this is the second goal bouncing around the area and Lindelof was actually just sort of walking back into the 18 yard box and I thought that, that sums it up really is just the energy levels are so so off but the first half I, I don't think they were awful they got a goal back obviously when yeah. they went one all down nice good goal, goal. Good goal from Sancho and at that point I thought you know what this is will suit us because mm-hmm. now we can just play on the counter right City are going to have to press but they conceded so quickly after that that it's game plan just goes out of the window great ball from De Bruyne as well wasn't it super ball yeah in fact. So. but like yeah I mean just I'm looking at the United lineup. <laughs> I've just said that back four with the protection of Fred and McTominay in front of it like McTominay just, had a bad day as well you go through the squad you know Alanga yeah he's a good little player but really the only three there's four names in your lineup that I go that's a quality player and you've got Bruno Fernandes Pogba Sancho who's been better the last few weeks and David De Gea but is even David De Gea even a quality player anymore I think he's doing all right this season, but I get I get your point. Like, it, Jesus, there's no there's no one really in that team. I don't think right now that like would any of those players get in the city team? So, uh, I, I'm literally looking at it right now. And I'm going or, or well, Liverpool, Edison, Edison or De Gea. You take Edison right now, don't you? Right. Carl Walker or Wambasaka? Wambasaka is is a player that they signed for a good amount of money. That yeah. he he's not only not improved the squad or himself I think he's gone backwards yeah. he's just not a very good footballer it's terrible I mean look at it João Cancelo left back or Alex Tellers well not even a question no by the way that, that bike that uh, Cancelo tried like the side <laughs> rally oh yeah. my god I mean just across the board it's John Stones and Laporta centre back versus Maguire and Lindelof like, it's, it's a different world yeah, so I don't think anyone's looking at that United team and like shivering in their boots uh, because of who they stood in the tunnel looking at. But it's 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 a fun. I think one of the fundamental problems that stood out to me and every United fan that was probably watching is the the lack of effort. I think you sent me a statistic of the last fifteen minutes of the game. City had ninety two percent of possession and the Olays <laughs> were banging out. And, and it makes me feel or sound like a bit of like an old dinosaur in regards to football when. At that point, honestly, I just want to see someone chuck a fucking tackle in yeah. and, and do something and and get United were literally just jogging around the pitch and I thought it's fucking shameful and then what follows is even worse. Apologies on Twitter oh. and it's like I don't want to hear that after after that just. Maybe they've got PR teams or whatever, but just Garbage. just don't say anything. I, uh, they're not even trying. I think that's just got to be a fundamental, hasn't it? That look, if we're gonna lose, just go out and fucking give it to them. And like I said, maybe that's old school or whatever, but it's a fucking Manchester derby, and you don't want to roll your sleeves up. A bunch, and a bunch of people sent someone. me that stat. A bunch of people sent me that stat. Shameful um, shit. Fifteen minutes with only eight percent of possession. That's what less than a minute and a half. Yeah, it's terrible. I mean, you're talking about. A very, very low amount of having the ball. The, the second half, I, I don't think United registered a shot on goal or a shot in the second half. They, they barely had the ball in City's half of the field. It's terrible. A, yeah, I, I get your old school comment, but I, I tend to agree. I mean, you, you've got to do something. Just do something. Just, just snap them out uh, of it a little bit. If, even if it's only for the, the what, four or 5,000 fans that are being humiliated in the stands. <laughs> Embarrassing. Give them something. Just, you know? uh, just at least make me believe that you, you're sprinting and you're trying and you, you've, you're doing something. And They surrendered. Right. They literally just surrendered. What, like, oh, well, this is over. What did you make of Roy Keane's comments and... Uh, Michael Richards' reaction, laughing to his comments. What did you make? <sighs> yeah, no, I, I, I know that those two have got a, a, like quite a good rapport, yeah. and and it's it's TV, right? So it's entertainment. But 
uh, I think from a professional standpoint and a United fan standpoint, I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, but the things that Roy Keane was saying when Mike Richards started laughing, I thought, you know what, I... There was stuff Roy Keane saying. If anyone that's not a United fan is pissing themselves right, yeah, so it's yeah. fucking hilarious. It like funny. if it was any other team, so I don't know. Like, I, it, it's is entertainment it, and it's funny, but is it sad that United have become a bit of a mockery? Yeah, I think so. I think that that's probably it's just a shame how far we've fallen. Really? You know, it's it's uh, we're, we're we're. I think it's just the four one whatever. Right, you lose the game, you move on, but. I think it's the the telltale sign is that we are so far behind. See, I don't even think City came out of second gear, honestly. Yeah. Like I think they had probably comfortable two or three more gears to go through if they had to. Uh, it was a training exercise for them. United are that's the alarming thing is United are miles away yeah. from City, and I I just don't think they've got a plan. I, I don't I, I don't see them having a plan to get out of it, or and uh, maybe that's what they're trying to address by bringing this guy in and put him in. Like a sporting director role, they just got a new CEO and all that kind of shit. But and it's 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 tough it's tough watching at the moment. It's yeah. it's it's difficult. So yeah. Anyway, that's that's the end of that. So Don't want to talk city, about it anymore. So, so city pulled six points clear again at the top of the table with that. So so race still on. <coughs> Liverpool picked up a nice little one 0 win at home in a tough game against West Ham. It was a tough game, and what you know, Jared Bowen really screwed the pooch because he went through one on one and he went for just yeah. a stupid chip like. If you're David Moyes, you gotta strangle him in the fucking change room after that. Just <laughs> absolutely <laughs> strangle him. Absolutely terrible. But just get that tucked away. What are you trying to be cute for? An aggressive method of murder, that strangulation. I could see David Moyes strangling someone. Yeah, he's a strangler. Definitely. <laughs> I wouldn't like to be on the receiving end of a David Moyes throttle. And I'm not talking like a hook one arm from behind, no, like a two handed strangle. Yeah. Yeah. Like when Homer strangles Bart Simpson. <laughs> 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 one of those uh, yeah so so City cruising the, the battle between those two is, is I think we've got a title race now anyway but yeah. it's the, the levels that those two teams are going to and, and I think Klopp said it this week about Guardiola Guardiola actually said that it's the toughest opponent he's ever come up against and Klopp said we're just pushing each other to insane levels I, I've never seen anything like it how good those two teams are They're very good and, and Liverpool got depth now as well Whereas previously, I think I thought they were a little shallow, but they've got two players really in every position yeah, now. So, yeah. So, uh, what else we got cooking? We got uh, Arsenal we, picked up a nice away win at Watford, which I'm okay with this week. Did you see the goals? I did not see the goals. Every single goal was a, a banger. So, we, we, you know what we got to talk about this one? Did you see Arteta? Did not see Arteta. Well, Arteta did. What did you do? <laughs> so, I'll describe this to you for anyone. That, so, so the ball goes out of play on the far touchline next to where Arteta stood. Mm-hmm. He runs about 10, 15 feet outside of his technical area, grabs the ball, throws it quickly to the right back. The right back takes a quick throw in. Scored. Uh, ball gets cut back to the 18, and that's the winning goal. No way. Yeah, yeah. So, well, what do you make of that? That's bollocks. If you leave the technical area, that's a uh, yeah. violation. The goal stood. Watford was snoozing because they didn't expect yeah. anyone to get the ball. And Arteta runs down, throws in the ball, bang, they score. No way. That ended up being the winning goal. But the goals in that game were outrageous. Arsenal look a half-decent team at the moment. He's got them going, hasn't he, Arteta? He has. But I don't like it. To him. <laughs> You're not, not enjoying it. Don't love it. I, no, I think I think uh, they deserve some credit. They're in fourth now, and they've got three Game games. Well. They got three games in hand on Man United. Three games in hand on West Ham. One on Spurs. One on Spurs. So that's that's going to come down to the wide. But Arsenal have got they've got a nice a little bit of momentum going, haven't they? It's 
and he's doing it with young players, which is a, my bigger concern. He's he's doing it with what they've got. Sacking Aubameyang was a bold move in the middle of the season because that could have seriously backfired. Oh, massive! Right, massive. If, if if Arsenal went on a poor run after that. He would have been hung out to dry, but right. they're on a nice little run. And who've they got next? They've got Leicester at the weekend, Liverpool game after that, and then Aston Villa away is the rest of March for it, them. So They're in the best form in Europe right now. Interesting. Yeah, they're yeah. the best form in Europe. I think over the last 10 games across all of the European top divisions, they've got the best form across all of the all of the top five leagues. I think they're getting uh, Odegaard on form from the games I've watched mm-hmm. them play. He's been a game changer for them. Real oh. uh, cat- catalyst in the team for them. No doubt about it. Mm. All right, so uh, let's hit the halftime buzzer, shall we? Yeah, go on. We'll come back and talk uh, any other football we've got, and uh, we're going to talk about our predictions from the weekend, see how it landed, hot topics, and we've got a couple of Q&As from our beautiful listeners. Welcome back to the second half of A Healthy Obsession. Let's get into it, shall we, Thomas? Aye. Thump it out. Let, let's finish the, uh, the, the little uh, recap of the week's Premier League action. So, so, a couple of special mentions. So, your boy Jesse Marsh had his first game for Leeds and lost 1-0 to Leicester. He got slagged off by Gabby Ogbon Lahore for doing a team huddle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everything he does when they don't win, he's going to get criticised for. But like the whole thing with Leeds was like, I oh, need to pull the squad together. That's what all the pundits are like. Oh, you know that that team needs to get pulled together. You know they need some unity. They're all like, all over the place at the moment. They need someone to grab them and pull them pull them as a group. And he he does that. And it's like Gabriel Hall's like, oh, you shouldn't be doing that. It's a bit cringy. And tries to play the American card on it. Mm. I mean, I've seen hundreds of teams have a team huddle. It's gonna who, uh, it'll happen every week. And who the fuck is Gabby Bon Lahore? It was an FA Cup runner-up. That's it. It's all he's ever Premier League Player of the Month in November 2007. Did he get? Why an, has he even got a voice? Did he get an England cap? He's a shy footballer. He was. A, he had three caps for England. I remember him being quite a good footballer. He's rapid. That's about it. <laughs> why it, is he? Why it, is he talking about other footballers? It's it's a pretty it's like the low hanging fruit comment to make of oh well you lost and what, what are you doing a team huddle for mm. someone was criticising because he walked over and was sort of banging his chest and the crest to the Leeds fans afterwards <laughs> and it's like what, whatever happens when they lose he's going to he's going to get the Ted Lasso treatment and oh he doesn't know what he's doing and he, you got to remember he's walking into a pretty terrible situation yeah. with a lead scene that have just been humped for the last he's, few weeks he's got to build some camaraderie and, and pull them together so elsewhere Aston Villa won 4-0 against Southampton that was a big win Southampton have been playing really well did not see that coming you, you know who uh, looks outstanding and ironically we've seen this unfold in football many times but Grealish leaves Villa you think oh shit there's a massive void there step up uh, Philip Coutinho and well, not Mr. Beat it's not really step up for it. It wasn't like he was just waiting in the wings and wasn't was waiting for his chance, was it? He got signed and he was class. He's been very good. Yes, he, he was has. very good against Southampton. That's a huge win. Big, big, good, good win for Villa. Good stuff. Another big win, Chelsea, who we had in the parlay. They beat Burnley four 0 which not too much. A bit, bit routine, wasn't it? Yeah, Chelsea fans singing Roman Abramovich's name. <laughs> you having that? I ain't going down that road. Newcastle, Tom. Newcastle are the best team in the league. 
uh, on form, they would be <laughs> second in the league based on the last six games. They hung on it. Brighton were banging on the door at the end and they couldn't get, <laughs> couldn't really? get any of that. But Newcastle, it's outrageous. We would talk about Van der Beek's comments about not going on loan to Newcastle. That is funny. I don't want to go to a team that's in a relegation battle. Is that what he said? <laughs> yeah, now he's at Everton. Newcastle have taken 16 points from their last six games. They've won five and drawn one. That is outrageous form. Yeah, in- interesting little run of games coming up away. Southampton, Chelsea away, Everton away. So three games away, and then they got home against Grand Palace. So they- you got to think they'll be fine now, though. Uh, I mean, they, could, they, could, they could slip back in. They're on They're on 28, and they play 26. Yeah, they're seven points clear of the relegation zone. <laughs> You've got, you got to be surprised if they go down now, right? Yeah, anything can happen. I'd say you'd be. I think it'd be a big blow for them, but I think they've done enough to turn it around a little bit. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, Brentford won at Norwich. No surprises there. Uh, Crystal Palace winning at Wolves. Great result for Palace. Yes. Like at Wolves. Wolves. Although we talked about this on the pre- the preview show, because I said Wolves are amazing, and then they've lost. I think the last three in a row. <laughs> Don't know anything. <laughs> yeah, they've they've lost their last three. Surprisingly, it yeah. felt. I don't know. It just feels like Wolves are a decent. Strange, isn't it? Yeah, and they've, they've not. Well, no, they beat Spurs and then went and lost three games in a row. Yeah, that's pretty it. typical. Pretty typical, yeah. All right, so uh, that's the uh, Premier League round of finish. So we did a, a bit of a prediction as, uh, as yes, we're going to we do did. on Fridays on the preview show. So let's look at the first game. We had Leeds versus, uh, excuse me, Leicester versus Leeds. Tom, you had Leeds to win. Bad mm. start. Who did you pick? Draw. Zero points. Uh, We both had Chelsea away wins. Good. Uh, Villa, uh, you had Southampton draw. Yeah. I had Villa win at home. Oh, fair enough. I'll take that one. Go on. We both had Newcastle. Brilliant. Uh, We both. Oh no, excuse me. You had Brentford. I had a draw. Yeah, I did have Brentford. How am I going? How am I going with Norwich? That's embarrassing. (laughs) Let myself down there. We both had Wolves winning. Oh wow. That backfired. Poor. Uh, Liverpool, I had Liverpool, you had a draw. <laughs> had a draw. Bold. <laughs> Arsenal, we both had Arsenal to win. Yep. City, uh, you had City, I had a draw. Like you a, a draw, <laughs> yeah. you spud. Uh, yeah, this is even worse. Spurs, Adam, Tom, draw. <laughs> <laughs> Five nil Tottenham. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, I hate football. Yeah, we know what we're talking about because... Three of our bets came in. So we, we went in on the parlay. We went with Chelsea to win, Arsenal to win, and Newcastle to win. And it landed, Tom. It landed. So check back on Friday. We'll be going again. We'll be making some uh, predictions. If you want another hot tip. I don't want your hot tip. <laughs> but we do want you to get involved. So I think this week, depending on Tom, what Tom's doing, because you're going to New York this week, aren't you? Going to New York on Friday. C- City of love. Yeah, is that what it is? I don't know. I thought it was the Empire State. That's Paris, isn't it? City of Love. Is it? That yeah, sounds, sounds more romantic. That or Pittsburgh. Mm, Pittsburgh? <laughs> City of Steel, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> Shout out Pittsburgh. Uh, yes, yeah, so you're going to New York and I'm going to Las Vegas on Friday. So we're going to do the show, get predictions in. Are we going to get a link out so people can play along and give some prizes away if uh, you get your predictions right? I think we should. Do you want to do that? I think people should put their predictions in. Okay. Are you going to set that up? Maybe we'll post like a little... Uh, Link. Like a Google form that you can fill in. Can you do that? I can try. <laughs> yeah, I think you're a bit of a web wizard, aren't you? S- something like that. All right. Should we get into uh, this week's... Topic. The round of hot topics. Hot topics? Yeah, we can. Yeah, Have we got any? Let's do it. No, not really. Is there out good going on in the no, world of football? No, so that's the end of it. That's the end of this week's yeah. hot topics. And that's the show. 
Yeah. All right. So let's let's have a look at what uh, what's been happening in the world of football. So hot topic every week. We talk about what catches our eye. Some uh, some funny things that we see around the world game. If you've ever got any hot topics you want to include, come and get them involved in the show. Here's, so, here's a favourite one of mine from the week. Go on then. Was uh, Brentford Norwich, where Brandon Williams kind of got taken out by Christian Eriksen. <laughs> Got on top of him, almost like he wanted to strangle him. He's a hard, enough. he's a hard little bastard, Brandon Williams. Yeah, he looks well. He doesn't look very hard in this because he ends up realizing that Christian Eriksen is below him, <laughs> and uh, after attempting to start strangling him, gives him a hug. What do you make of that? I don't know. I don't know why he should have different treatment. If he's well enough to play on a pitch, he can have a beating. So, so you would be okay with Brandon? You would advocate Brandon Williams giving a slap in? If he would have slapped any other player. <laughs> Then I'm all for equality, mate. All right. Don't treat Ericsson so, yeah, differently uh, because he's had a heart attack. Ericsson thinks he can get away with whatever he wants. He can get away with murder now, can't he? I've got to ask you this as well. I saw this today. I forgot to mention it when we were talking about the game. What did you make of Deli Ali and the reception he got at Tottenham today? Got brought on, he got brought on at 5 0 down. By the way, that's just cruel by Lampard. It's, one, it's cruel. That, that's wrong. Uh, and two, Lor- uh, yeah, Loris. Took him um, at the end of the game. Yeah, and they like sort of applauded him. I, I felt like it was a bit condescending. Well, what did you make of that? Uh, it was a bit shit, I thought. I don't mind the applause. I mean, because he never really got a departure from Spurs. It was a late deadline kind of deal, wasn't it? So he got out the door. Um, I like the, the After welcoming. a 5-0 defeat, though. It's a, it's a bit grim for him to have to walk around after that and endure that. I think if I'm an Everton fan, I'm like, fuck off. Also, if I'm a player for Spurs... <laughs> like, sorry, if I'm Deli Alley. And Lampard at 5-0 down goes, Delhi, you're going on. Like, you really? You sure? Like, it's a bit of a spit in the face, that, for me. Against your old Feels club. like it, doesn't it? Go on for 20 minutes and listen to the Spurs fans all lay it around you. Like, <laughs> oh. That's a bit of shit. Dark, mate. Very dark. You're not going to win a player over with that kind of stuff. Definitely not. UEFA have confirmed the new Champions League format for 24-25. So this is going to be 36 teams. Uh, up from 32. Group stages are now going to be replaced by one big league table. Each team will play 10 games in the first phase, five home, five away, 100 additional games. That's a lot of games. Top eight sides in the league phase will qualify automatically for the knockout stage. Teams finishing ninth through 24th place will compete in a two-legged playoff to secure 16th. What do you make of that? Why do we want to keep fixing things that aren't broken? Do Do you think that's what it is? It's, it's money isn't it it's more games more TV it's more games it's just that this is what we talked about with all the stuff with the European Super League mm-hmm. last year this is just the other way of them doing it isn't it <laughs> yeah it, it's, exactly it's just a workaround mm. I'm over it I just I hate this kind of stuff like don't it's crap don't fuck with a game the game's a game it's sorted Southampton trolled uh, West Ham and during the week by playing Call for Cats the song <laughs> as the players walked off at half time what, what, what'd you make of that it's brilliant Oh, poor little Zuma. Last week after the Carabao Cup final, in other news, a Liverpool, a Liverpool fan stole the match ball and posted on his Instagram uh, from Kepa's penalty, which flew into the stands. Did he go through his window in his bedroom? Jeez. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, nicking the ball. Pretty deep. Home. I mean, that's fair enough. Do I we think. do we want to talk about the Birmingham City protest? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, go on. <laughs> the flyer for this is outstanding. So it was called the Big Blues Dildo Protest on the 12th of March. When is that? Is that that's coming up, isn't it? That's like this, this weekend. That's this Saturday. Ah, oh, brilliant. So Birmingham City are protesting. They've got some grievances with their ownership, and they are protesting. <laughs> and it, what? <laughs> what it says on the flyer? 
Get the biggest dildo you can find and throw it onto the pitch in the 69th minute of the game against Hull on the 12th of March. The bigger the, in the small print, the bigger the dildo and the more we can get, the bigger impact it has on calling these owners dicks. Mate, meet at the George at 1.30 on the day to compare dildos and construct a plan. Imagine all these geezers with dildos sitting in the pub going, all right, so what, how are we going to do this then, lads? Come on. What? That, that's mad, isn't it? <laughs> that is really fucking funny. It's quite an expensive protest. I mean, how much does a dildo cost these days, you know? I'm not sure. It can't be cheap, can like, it? Yeah, yeah, I have to do a lot of scouting. You know what I mean, that's a, like, do you really want to be throwing them about? I, I respect, uh, I respect the the protesting. I like that. I like the fans that are getting it together. But I really don't like. Uh, <laughs> don't. <laughs> I'm not sure about the uh, the method, but. Do you reckon the club's got a hold of this? Going to be frisking geezers down and collecting all the dildos before they go in. You're not coming in with that, mate. Yeah, sorry, you can't come in with a dildo. Or like you're trying to sneak it in, and all of a sudden it starts. <laughs> What's that in your pocket, mate? Nothing. <laughs> Oh, that is oh, that's very funny. <laughs> oh, fair, fair news. Should we get a little MLS chat real quick? Hey, Cincinnati had their first, uh, or Charlotte, Charlotte. their first game, didn't they? Yeah, 75,000 people. They broke yeah. the attendance record. You know what's mad? Is is they had that. And Chicago Fire, who who won the Supporters Shield last year, I think, right? Did they win the regular season? They're one of the most successful teams last season. Um Maybe had like five thousand if they're lucky. Isn't it interesting that the like the legacy market teams like New England, Chicago, Struggle. Dallas, I think DC United did for a while. Right. The legacy Major League Soccer groups have have fallen off. Maybe they just they haven't rebranded. They're, some of them are still in the old stadiums, shit like that. But yeah, that's I mean that's, that's pretty impressive. Seventy five thousand people is a lot. It's crazy because there's been a team in Charlotte for years in that's the lower right. league. So, like, why wouldn't they go in to watch that team? Like, this is the shiny, new, cool thing in town. I'll be interested to see if they retain even 50,000 a week for the rest of the season. I bet they won't get in close. We, we've, well, I mean, they look at It's Atlanta, a one-and-done event. But Atlanta have. Right? That's a, that's a fair point. LAFC have. Yeah. Seattle, Portland, Toronto. Yeah, maybe. A lot of teams. They, Austin, Austin are getting huge crowds. Am I just being cynical? Maybe, but it, like the, I, the point is valid because Phoenix, for example, get small-ish yeah. gates in a massive market. Yep. You can guarantee if we went to Major League Soccer, we'd probably get a pretty bumper crowds, yeah. which is sort of sad. Bit, bit, yeah, a bit shallow, isn't it? Well, you also get, all right, well, now your ticket's 50 bucks, yeah. but you didn't come when it was 20 bucks, yeah. and the beers are 20 bucks now. And Doesn't make sense. Yeah, it's a bit odd. Do you see McConaughey at the uh, <laughs> yeah, it was class. Austin? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I liked it. Austin are getting massive crowds. They got a good thing going yeah. on, and they they won their last two games five one and five nil. Outstanding. Yeah, good good start to the season for them. Cracking. Yeah, so uh, I don't think I've got much else. You got anything else for hot topics? Well, you said some. Oh, I thought you had some user, not user. <laughs> yeah, you are users. I got I got questions. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, that's, questions. That's the end of this week's hot topic. A bit loud. <laughs> <laughs> if someone's at work with headphones in, that just blasted them. Yeah, or, or trying to relax and go to bed listening to our uh, our drivel. <laughs> hot topic. <laughs> Partridge, brilliant. Uh, so yeah, we uh, you sent in a few comments and questions to us this week. We appreciate it and uh, get everyone getting in touch. Some of these were uh, um, didn't really. A lot of them were Manchester derby related, which is annoying. Like it? Go on, give me all of them. No, I don't want to. We'll start with this one. Uh, <laughs> Tim Evans of just came in on Instagram of New York. Uh, what do you hate most about football? <laughs> 
what do you hate most about <laughs> yeah. football? Yeah. All of it. This was a, so. This was after the Manchester derby. He, he, he messaged and asked a question about a player or something. I was yeah. like, I don't want to talk about it. I was like, I hate football right now. I said, What do you hate most about football? <laughs> so, what's your answer to that? It's a cracking question. A good question. <laughs> so many different I lo- pieces. I, I love the dark negativity associated with that. Yeah. Like he, he knows we hate a lot of it. What yeah. do you hate the most? Do you like, think you hate or love football more? Oh, you know what? You gotta love it more. But there's a lot of hate as well. It's like dark, the dark side. It's the ups and the downs. It's the yin and the yang, mate. All right, go on. Back answer the question. We, back to where we started. What do you hate most? Um, double-sided scarves. Two-team scarves. You yeah, hate that. That's up there. Imagine going to a ground and oh, give me half a scarf that's Man United, half a scarf that's Man City. What? What, what are you doing? Yeah, I, th- I think that's that's what appropriate. What are you doing? That, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I, I think that's that's fair. Yeah. It's shit. Half and half scarves are shit. Yeah, that's one thing I hate. Mm. Probably the most. I don't like... If I was a fan still living in England, I wouldn't like the kickoffs moving around the times. Because okay. of travel. Oh, yeah, if you're going to a game, I think Different that's... kickoff times. I think that's to suit the TV audience, and I think that's shit. I hate subscription services for football games. That's... That's right up there. Yeah. That, and you never know what channel anything's on. It's I watched crap. Spurs on a dodgy stream today. Did you? Sorry if anyone's listening. That was a legal stream. Yeah, it was legal. Yeah. Peacock. Something like that. Anything else you hate about football? Oh, you want to go down that whole road? Can if you want. If you want to get something off your chest. No, I think that's a whole episode. Just we, why we hate football. Yeah, I've been grumpy enough today. I don't need more misery in people's ears. All right. Uh... Right, I'm gonna give a fuck this last name up. Ryan, it's either Simons or Simmons, but I think it's two M's. It's my handwriting. I can't read my own handwriting. <laughs> if you could have any guest on the pod, who would you have on? Choice celebrity Anyone in guest. the world? Yeah, choice celebrity guest. Probably have a chef. A chef? <laughs> I'm talking about food. <laughs> cheese. Oh, like a cheesemonger. <laughs> How'd you get into cheesemongering? That's a good question. It's like a family thing, I think. Okay, yeah. You don't wake up one day and go, oh, I want to make cheese. You need to be in France somewhere. Yeah. Um, celebrity guest, celebrity guest. Anyone in the world of football you would like to reach out to and get on the show? I'd really like to have... Uh, oh, I'm drawing a blank on his name right now. <laughs> Martin Yol. Martin Yol. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's got That's quite... Spurs a, manager. Good I, banner. I'd like to have uh, Roy Hudson on. Roy Hudson. Is it Ray Hudson or Roy, Ray, it's Ray, Ray, Ray Hudson? You, you confused Ray Hudson and Roy Hodgson. Roy Hodgson, yeah. Imagine a mix of those two. Imagine Roy Hodgson's looks with Ray Hudson's voice. <laughs> like that's the way he gives team talks. It'd be I would, hilarious. I would like to have Ray Hudson on the podcast. Ray Hudson would be good. That would be a good one. Imagine, imagine Hodgson, though, just giving a team talk. He'd be like, I want a magisterial performance, lads. <laughs> who would who would be your, your dream footballer pick to have on the podcast? To have an hour chat with, though. Ooh, someone interesting. All time. All time, yeah. Anyone from histories, from the archives, dead or alive, ideally alive, because it'd be a bit of a shit conversation if you're talking to a dead person. <laughs> so talking to you, yeah. <laughs> dead inside. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm trying to think through here. There's a there's a few options. Who would be re- Paul Gascoigne? That'd be brilliant. Gaza all day. All right, good me. one. Yeah, you? I like it. Got nobody. Uh, I think I'd pick Hanson on. Yeah, I think that'd be great. Uh, I couldn't do it. Why? Just, just don't want him. <laughs> just, just because he didn't play for Tottenham. He'd be well arrogant, wouldn't he? Yeah, it'd be fantastic. Actually, I don't think he would be in person. No, I've seen interviews with him. I, I think he's, he's like that. He's got the front, kind of like Zlatan. You got the front with the media and like the persona on the pitch, but then I think they're probably pretty sound. He's a proper oddball, isn't he? Cancel. Yeah. Oh, he's a, yeah, he's a weirdo. 
Yeah. So I like him. Yeah, he'd fit right in. Yeah, he'd be brilliant in it. <laughs> our little studio. Uh, what else we got? Oh yeah. In light of Arteta uh, running out of the technical area, would the game be better if we just got rid of technical areas altogether? Hundred percent. Imagine I hate technical areas. Ima- imagine that. I don't get why you have them. Yeah, but imagine the carnage of like the managers running past each other and uh, kicking off. It'd be amazing. <sighs> It would be actually you, re- you realize the significance of a technical area. It's quite an important spot. You, it's so people can't go grab a ball and throw it in. And that's you, the point of it. Yeah, but you, there's some hypocrisy at play here today. So you're forgetting what Conte did today. What's he done today? Conte was probably about 15 yards down the touchline, <laughs> and he was stood next to who's the right back? Sassinian. Yeah, he was back, yeah. Uh, left. Yeah, so he stood next to the fullback giving him instructions just stood next to him and he got like pulled back in yeah. by the fourth official so he did the same thing he's cheating alright not having it technical areas are an interesting little thing it's like your little cage it's a bit shit not a fan what about this one uh, Damien Neal would you rather have had Ole stay at Man United yeah <laughs> no I don't know doesn't matter to me United, uh, United are shit before do you think United are better now or are they worse now <laughs> Uh, I think it's more of the same, to be honest. Really, I don't. Th- yeah, I just. I, I think Ole needed to go. I just don't. You're not better or worse. We're not better or worse. I think we're just in the same place. There's obviously the dressing room's rotten. You, know, you need a proper leader to come in there and sort the dressing room out. Who knows who that's going to be in the summer? Because if you go and get the Ajax coach, what is it, Ten Ten Hag? Ten Hag. That's going to be tough for him because it's a big step up from Ajax to deal and fix the problems that are already in place. And if you go and get someone that is overly experienced, you probably we tried that with Jose, we tried it with Van Gaal. It's, yep. it's a mess. It's it's a whole restructuring project. You know, by the way, if, I don't know if you saw the clip. Rooney Ball is a thing now, apparently. What the hell's Rooney Ball? Rooney Ball. Derby are playing absolutely phenomenal football, like <laughs> Barcelona two, 2010 football. Did you see the goal he scored? No. It was like 20 pa- one-touch passes. Rooney Ball. <laughs> I'd, g- I'd give Rooney the job. You'd give it to Rooney. I'd give Rooney the job. Because like, what's the worst that could happen? <laughs> it can't be any worse. Oh, yeah. uh, the last one, which was a bit of a broad stroke question. I think we might have talked about this before. I'm not even going to try and pronounce the guy's last name. Because I'll absolutely butcher it. Uh, any ground you would like to go to? Any ground I'd like to go to? Yeah, that you've not been to. I think it would want to be in the States. I'd really, I'd, I would really. want to go to the Thorns. Uh, not Thorns. Um, timbers. timbers. Portland yeah. Timbers. I've been there. That would be a really cool place. I've been, I've been to the stadium. I've not been for I've been for a Timbers 2 game, not for a Timbers game. Okay. Yeah, That'd I went for a cool. Timbers match. It was good. Any ground in the world. Um, Bombonera. Got to get down there. That would be good. The chocolate box. What's the chocolate box? Bombonera. Was that what it's called? Mm, that's what it translates to. What? Yeah. Stupid. La, La Bombonera. What's the point? Just because it's a like a looks like a chocolate box. No. <laughs> In this country, I think I'd like to go and uh, I'd like to go to an LFC, LFC match. I've been to the stadium, but I've not been to a match. Decent. I went to the stadium when it opened. It's very nice though. What do you just go for a tour? Yeah, it's just a uh, the guy that was uh, he was actually on the show he, he heads up the supporters group and I was in LA t- I have family in Los Angeles and him and I were texting back and forth he said do you want to come and meet we're going to do around the stadium they just finished the construction yeah it was nice pretty cool. but I'd like to go for a game there anywhere in the world yeah I'd like to go to La Bombonera I think would be cool yep. or uh, what's the, the spot in Germany Dortmund away I think would be cool we'll go see the big yellow wall mm. yeah. the yellow the yellow brick road you got anything right. else that's, that's nah. it that q is over you got anything else for uh, talking it's, points it's all over Tom's final thought nope just just a final thought anything no I've not got anything to say 
an empty head. Empty head. He's unloaded it all, that's why. I'm rants over me. Alright, cheers for tuning in everyone. This has been a healthy obsession. Get with us on social media, send your questions in, get involved with the preview show on Friday. I've been Adam Thurwell, Tom Hurdle. I've been Adam Thurwell. Yeah, I've been the best. Oh, hello. And uh, yeah, get with smallgoalsoccer.com for your footballing needs. Requirements. Yeah, requirements, oh, that's a good word. All right, say bye, Thomas. Goodbye.